0: Welcome to Club Sandwich, where the music is great and the stories are real. Each week, we talk about life in the middle, the middle of raising kids, nurturing careers, and navigating the ever-changing needs of our aging parents. I'm Jennifer Owens. I serve as Editorial Director at Firstly, the first financial wellness platform designed specifically for the sandwich generation. I'm also the mother of two, wife of one, and the daughter and stepdaughter of my children's grandparents. I know how complex family life can be and how I can change in an instant. I also know how hard it can be to prepare for the future, especially one that impacts our kids and our parents, let alone ourselves. Our guests today know that too. Craig and Jennifer Webb, thank you so much for sharing your sandwich story with me today.
1: Thanks for having us. Our pleasure.
0: So we three have known each other for a very long time. And (laughs)
2: we're
0: (laughs) still talking. I know, and we're still talking. Um, We're kind of pre-K friends. We're pre-kids. And now between us, we have seven, but not equally. You guys have five. You guys went over and you were overachievers. So just a quick level set. So this makes us experts, right? Experts. Wow. <laughs> That's a big thing to live up to. Well, you know, I, I really do think that when it comes to budgeting and building a family, you guys are, you don't know it, but to us, you're very inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know this. And we would never say this out loud except to record this. But that you guys do the work that you love to do. I mean, so why don't you tell us a little bit, Like, Craig, you're in the industry that paid me so well I had to leave it, newspapers. What are you up to now?
2: I'm a survivor. I like to of <laughs> myself as the last man on the boat. No. So um, I've been at the uh, Akron Beacon Journal for 22 years now. We are now part of Gannett. So I, I finally, I think I'm on my second job, but my maybe sixth <laughs> newspaper chain. <laughs> Perhaps. So, yeah, I, I work at Beacon Journal. I, I've been an editor over the years. I've been a reporter. I'm back to reporting, which is what I love. And I, I cover fascinating things like LeBron James. And um, and I'm going to a, a food truck where it's a Dr. Hibachi food truck where he, he does all the hibachi things in a food truck. So I do a lot of features now. I also do some hard news. But but Jen's kind of the one who's, who's really kind of pivoted on, on her career.
0: Yes, because Jen and I sat next to each other as reporters. I love the way that you've taken your skills and gone into areas that you love. So tell us about what you're up to.
1: You know, I have a degree in journalism and came out of college, you know, as a reporter and and worked only about five years in that world, you know, covering just basic hard news kind of stuff and then had an opportunity to go and be features editor at the Catholic Newspaper were Catholic and and that was a chance to use my skills for something that I love and yeah. felt a great passion for. And uh eventually we had started having a family and kid I, after
2: kid after kid um, after
1: kid um, after kid after we had once we had our second daughter, we um I, I really wanted to be that stay at home mom. And so I was able to start a freelance career then that was able to help us sort of attempt yeah. to pay the bills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was good. And it just kind of one thing led to another, you know, did more of that working for a variety of trade magazines. And, you know, eventually that kind of all faded away. But I did that for quite a while. And as that was kind of waning, the pastor at, at our church here said, you know, would you consider coming on staff part-time as the communications director and other things, but yeah, kind of a, a catch-all sort of position. And that's just grown and taken on a life of its own the last seven years. I still do some freelance, but as that need has kind of disappeared, you know, things have kind of picked yeah. up in other ways. We have always operated on the, you know, cross our fingers and say our prayers and just really trust that God provides. And yeah, and one. Thing may go away, but something else comes in its place, and we've managed to tread water. I
2: guess we're on financial hospice. <laughs> we're, we're the longest
0: hospice patient in the history of financial Finan- at the financial hospice care. Yes. Well, so a was it always a plan to have a big family, and B because you know you both chose to stay in such lucrative professions. <laughs> I mean, I mean the way the cash rolls in at churches. And newspapers. (laughs) I mean, so I guess the budgeting wasn't a concern. To answer your first
1: question about, did we plan to have a large family? No. I mean, I, I guess I sort of didn't really have a real firm idea of what our lives would look like, except Craig is one of four and I'm one of five.
2: I'm also very romantic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. We definitely aren't going there.
2: I have an impregnated (laughs) friend.
1: So I kind of, thought that we would have you know maybe four kids or so but we had our first two they were two years apart and it was like wow two is good two is yeah good. you've got one I've got one this works pretty well
2: they didn't outnumber us
1: and then right. before we knew it we were expecting number three so and they were uh 12 and a half months apart so it was our hands were full there was quite a break there <laughs> for yes. a while and then after a while like oh I just kind of miss that little baby, that being pregnant, a little baby thing. and Well, you had to so, you wear
2: your maternity clothes for... Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, for a hot know. minute. Right.
1: Exactly. So then there was number four and then, you know, came along number five. And so that's where we're at. It's all
0: good. It's all good. Let's tell the dear listener that Craig has quite the reputation for being the bargain hunter. I'm sure you are too, Jen, but <laughs> like... Oh, I Craig, yeah, no one can hold a candle to him. So I can find a bargain that will support this entire enterprise.
2: My my children have been fed on markdown meats from <laughs> <laughs> grocery stores. Or, or, I like to think of myself as a bottom feeder. You know, they Target hated me because I was the bottom feeder at the end caps.
0: <laughs> and and it's it continues on. Do you still do you find joy in your bargain hunting? I just reference someone was saying that they find joy in budgeting and i was like oh okay there's that but do you find joy in your fines
2: well we were never you talk about budgeting we were never budgeters it always i always felt like it was really it was like ballast on a boat you know there's those months when you get the extra paycheck because there's yep. an extra friday but then the wheels would fall off the car or something i don't know it always felt like yeah. it, it just but it always felt like kind of god provided in, in a way that that we had just enough that we always needed you know, so yeah. But I, you know, you can be bargain poor too. I mean, but I've always been kind of that way. I remember before we even had kids, they had Pepsi points, and we were pulling, walking through the neighborhood and in our village we lived in, and I'm they had recycling on the curb, and I'm I'm pulling off caps off of Pepsi bottles because you can mail them in and get a. Uh, we still have that beach blanket, by the way. And we, every time I pull it out, I tell the kids. I said they hate this story. You know, I I pulled out. Bottle caps out of. You know how many tradition. bottle
0: caps? Oh, yeah. We have a TV. Well, the only TV we have is from this promotion that the health insurance company did that if you did these classes, they would give you dollars. And Brett and I did all of them. And we gathered our pennies together and presented all these. It was almost like coupons to whatever it was and got this TV. And I think about it all the time. And it's also not a great way to be healthy is to have a TV. So I, I don't know. I think I discounted what they were going for. But
2: <laughs> our, our, our kids had a few Christmases where all they got was Barney things because oh. we we used loves because I think it was the cheapest diapers. It didn't make them break out into hives and or diaper rash, but you had points on them. And so we would save these points and you get like a Barney plush doll or a Barney DVD. And so, I mean, our kids were probably another Christmas with Barney. It's so, a, you know. When they were 12, it got a little old. Because
0: oh. it, <laughs> so you're still not doing Barney. You still don't have stuff in the attic that you're pulling out for Christmas. Guess what? <laughs> you know, so
2: yeah. So I'm kind of, a, I just love a, a good bargain. I mean, we, we have a new, you know, with the new places now with the, all the Amazon and Target returns, there's a place not too far from us where I, I swallow my dignity and go inside and you dig through bins. Wow. And so the other day we got a, an entire case of marshmallows for a dollar. Now, they're close dated, so, you know, they, they may be uh, crunchy eventually. But um, so we have a case of marshmallows to figure out what we're going to do. We make
0: how- a lot of Rice Krispie treats in this house. That's what true. What I say? It goes. It, they, there's a rule. That's okay. Well, I always say that, you know, if you go to these events and they'll give you like a swag bag sometimes. And it's like I always say just because it's free doesn't mean I want it. I live in a very small apartment. So, I cannot bring things in. I see, I can't get the big bag of marshmallows because I don't have any place to put it.
2: Well, we live no in a plateau state in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you really in, uh, do. <laughs> That's suburban Cleveland. So, you know, we have a thing called a basement. Maybe you've not heard of them. You know, no. At you know, no,
0: these, tell uh, me more. These tell rare things.
2: things. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're getting better, though. I'm, I'm trying to be more, you know, restrained of what we pick up. But, you know, we have kids who play travel baseball. And so it gets to the point that, that you know, the, the cheap bat from Walmart just doesn't work anymore. You know, yeah, they're kind right. of this, you know, our poor kids showing up to a game with uh, the wrong shoes or the, you know, that we kind of had to up our game a little bit, but you can still be creative. And so, you know, we haunt this place and, and we were able to like buy our son of that for 75 bucks and everyone else paid 300 bucks for it because it was an Amazon return, you know, that we actually found yeah. at, at a place. I don't know. We found Luke, our one son, Luke, a pair of $100 cleats for a dollar because they were at this goofy place. So so I try to be selective and I try to buy things that make sense, but, but they're kind of fun.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about the kids because I don't know if you consider it this way. I feel like you've launched three kids into their young adulthood. Is that right to say?
2: Well, I would say, and I'm jumping for Jennifer, but she hates when I say this, so that's why I'm going to say it anyway. This is my (laughs) second family.
0: Oh, we
2: didn't get a divorce.
0: I'm sure your sons at home love being called the second family.
2: (laughs) We just did it with each other without uh, separating. We we have our first family and my second family.
0: Um, dear listener. Jennifer is now rolling her eyes and I can't even see her. And I know this is what's happening right now. Yes.
1: Uh, yes. I, the disclaimer that I'm not yeah. responsible for all the nonsense he will say. <laughs> um, You're stuck with me. So. I have. Yeah. No, but- I, with the three kids. So the oldest is 25. The second is 23 and the third is 22. So the oldest is, she's been off on her own for a little while. She went off to college and, Pretty much stayed there. She's working, finishing up her master's degree. She fled the
2: house as quickly as she could.
1: She got a full-time job in that town and has been working really hard and doing a great job. She's she's very self-sufficient. Our second one completed college last March when or last May I should say, in the height of all this COVID craziness and had her graduation on TV and all of that. So she's kind of been treading water trying to figure out what her best next step will be because her degree is in the arts and it's just not It's a tough time for that. Yeah. Yep. Right now, but the right thing will come along. It's just, she's been working hard and other jobs trying to just kind of. And she's young. Yeah, I mean, that,
0: that would be her life anyways, if, without the added um, stress of, you know, pandemic life. Right. Being a, being a young person in, in the arts. Yeah. The car can help with transportation. Oh, you know.
1: Believe me, we have appreciated her being home and helping with the the Uh, service and all all sorts of things. So, yes, no, I very much am glad that she's here.
2: I'm not sure what our y'all lab would do without her.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then our third, Ryan, is in the Army. College just wasn't for him, and he decided, rather on his own, that he was going to... On his 18th (laughs) birthday. Well, it was about a week after his birthday. Well, did he call you while you were getting milk? (laughs) Yeah, I I just want to let you know that I went and signed and we're like, "Uh,
2: uh." (laughs) Like, why did you get the tattoo instead?
1: (laughs) No, it's, it's, it's really turned out to be such um, the right step for him because, you know, we didn't have any, any history of military close in our family. So we really didn't know what that life was like and what he had chosen, but I'm not sure he did either. (laughs) Yeah, well, but, right. but it really has worked out well for him. It's it's given him a chance to really shine um, in all the ways that he is gifted. And, and I think that really
0: has been the the right thing for him. With all of them, what were the kind of discussions that you had? And what I'm leading up to is, is it helping with the discussions you're having with your not second family as they start to think about their future?
2: Well, I mean, I guess kind of a little background was, you know, we they've been kind of on their own for college pretty much. And we had some savings a little bit for the oldest and then it it trickle, trickles down, 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 it gets less and less. (laughs) Yes.
0: I have two. And that's the case. I totally get it.
2: (laughs) So we kind of had decided, you know, they went to private school up until well for the girls Catholic school school, through high school. Ryan wanted to go to public school for for high school and, and his next brother and his brother will go to public school too. But we kind of, you know, building a house we kind of say, you know, a good foundation, you know, we have yeah, yeah. it on the front end and what we can help on the second end, you know, we, we will and, yep. and are, but, you know, when you said that they want them to have a little skin in the game, and, you know, and I, I also am an adjunct at Kent State, and I, I kind of see some students who who maybe their parents are paying for everything and they just not, they said, like Jen said, doesn't have the skin in the game. They, well, they're that, not
1: yeah. driven to make it a success, because they don't have that much you know invested in it personally and and it's all covered for them and I think them being responsible for their own bills at that point really makes yeah. them focus on what do they have to do to um, to make it work I, I don't know that this is the way that it works for other people, but yeah it's, it's you know they have been really aggressive, the girls especially were really aggressive at finding you know, the scholarships and the campus jobs and the, you know, all the things that they needed to help pay their bills. And hopefully that gave them the incentive to make sure that they came out with a degree. Because I, I know lots of people who go off to college and, you know, after four years or three years don't have a degree and they've spent yeah. thousands and thousands and thousands Ugh, of dollars. I know it's
0: heartsick. Well, and I find that your daughter's an inspiration too. I point to them with my daughter to say, because um, my daughter would love to travel the world. And I say, I can see these these kids that I know have not been given. Like, hey, here's your blank check. Go, you know, go see the world. They've made it to happen themselves. So I know it can happen. So these are the things, if these are your goals, you're going to have to make it happen. Because, you know, we can help a little bit for college, but we certainly cannot give you a blank check for the world, you know, that you're going to have to get to where you want to be. And when I see smart, lovely, talented young women in particular able to do it, I think, see, I know it can be done because I see it being done. So kudos to you for these lovely girls that can Uh, make it happen.
1: They really are. They got such a, I I do, I think a lot of it has to do with their schooling and, and just, they really did grow into Smart and responsible young women, and um, they make good decisions, and they—they they really always have. But I also think that you know they've learned, as we have learned, that you ask for help when you need it, and there is help out there for some of these things. You know, I mean, it's—I know it sounds kind of corny, but God really does provide. I mean, we had Tegan in in high school. The music and and languages department was going to take a, a trip over the summer to. France and Spain and it was to sing at all these places well we didn't have the money to send her we had shown some initial interest just to find out what the deal was right but said oh no no we, can, we, we can't afford to do that and out of the blue the um, head of the music department said well then we will pay for her to go because we need her on this trip and oh. <laughs> the only thing we, we paid for on that trip was her her passport. Her passport. <laughs> it, it covered the entire thing because she was the strongest singer, and they. No, no, we it. also
2: bought her a phone that she broke on the first day.
0: Oh, well <laughs> 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 still yeah. about it. You know, how we could, could do whole that. other stories about the goofiness of our children, but we're now we're singing their praises. But yes. <laughs> But yeah,
1: but I think I just think, you know, when the time is right and things are, are, are meant to happen, they will. Yeah. And if you need the help, you you take it when it's offered. And when, you know, you seek, seek out the opportunities that you can and uh, and doors open.
2: And it is right. difficult to ask for help. I mean, with five kids, it was humbling to have some time with tuition or just really. But I also think, you, have, you know, to have a giver's heart, you have to have a receiver's heart, too. You know, I mean, you know, yeah, you yeah. have to you know, accept a gift that's a gift or, or just help when you need help. And thankfully we're a little better off now. I mean, I think, you know, financially and otherwise, we're not rich, but, yeah. you know, I mean, having three out of the house and just two, I mean, the other kids kind of complain, we didn't have these kind of snacks in the house. Or, we didn't get the or, I didn't have a car. And I'm like, well, we also had five people in the house, you know, and a, right. and a dog and a cat. Now we're just, you know, down to a dog and a cat and two kids in the house.
0: You know, if we look into the next futures chapter what does it look like when you've launched the other two boys like what probably is life? Life. Uh, yeah, yeah i know right i mean I know, what what happens you divorce, when you don't have travel <laughs> yeah, at that point somehow you buy a maserati and you become some sort of midlife crisis cliche love it got it we'll write that down but <laughs> i mean do you guys ever think that way because we're not i it's just all about trying to get these we're in the midst of like
2: yeah, college and
0: high school graduation and you know but i'd like to think sometime there might be a future of something what is weird because i think
2: about that because right right now our, our one son is on four baseball teams
0: oh my and goodness. one
2: basketball then the other's on one travel baseball team and three two basketball teams and so i sit there and i'm every weekend i'm somewhere in ohio sitting in a field or sitting in a gym and i think you realize in just what five years this is all over. I, I like to think that that we will, you know, maybe have grandchildren by then or something. But we'll do something kind of fun. I mean, yeah. but but it is a sobering thought to think we're so busy now that that and people say um, say to us it, it's a snap of a finger and it's over. You know that that it just enjoy it. Although I'm still you know grumbling in the sun or whatever. And uh, <laughs> but but yeah, I don't know. What do you?
1: Well, I honestly, we have been on the receiving end of a lot over these years. Right. I mean, we have been, you know, consumers of all the good stuff that's out there. And I guess I would like to think that when we have a little more time that we will be busy about giving back and getting involved in
0: in things and, you know, re, kind of repaying yep. that. Now I'm gonna take
2: up macrame. I think it's gonna make a real comeback. Yeah,
0: I think I think Jennifer will go off and um, help make the world a better place, and you'll be making. Be in the base
2: making macrame, hanging. Yeah. Planners.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we say
1: when we win the lottery, we're going to give back all. We keep track of all of the the money that we've received as scholarships and all of this, and give that back to you know the the organization so it can help somebody else. Who's- I'll
2: still be marshmallows, probably from my uh, case of marshmallows I bought.
0: <laughs> there is that. Didn't you once find a bouncy house too? Was that, am I remembering that correctly? I did. We did. Does that still exist?
2: <laughs> it was a very dilapidated Target in an old mall and it had the best markdowns in the world because nobody dared shop to, to, to shop there <laughs> except for me, who would, you know, you had to have your head on a, you know, what do they say? Swivel. Swivel. When I was going through the parking lot to get to my favorite Target, it, it eventually closed. They had the greatest markdowns. Back in the day <laughs> when Target used to mark things down 90%. And uh, yes, that was my 90% off uh, bouncy house.
0: Yep. That, that's when I think I knew you were serious about these bargains. Like you found what? (laughs) I think too, I think our kids really, you know, that, that
1: system, they've never expected the things that their peers have, you know, they may want them, um, but they, they also know the reality is that we don't have those kinds of incomes and you know, we're not going to take, the family trip to Italy and, you know, some of these things that other people do. And they've really been good about just being grateful for what they have. And you never know what sort of random crazy stuff dad's going to bring home. But
2: um. we take exotic trip to see the world's largest cuckoo clock, you know. Uh,
0: <laughs> yes.
2: Or Colonel Sanders original restaurant in Corbin, Kentucky. You know, those are the fascinating trips we took.
0: You guys are welcome to come back to New York and sleep on my floor. Um, Uh, You know, the guest room. That was uh, awesome. (laughs) awesome. We should do that. You can bring the second family. Now I'm all into this phrase, the second family. They are not second. They are first in my heart, those two young men. (laughs)
2: Hashtag second family.
0: (laughs) Well, I want to thank you guys for taking the time to share your story. Uh, You really are an inspiration, even if you maybe don't know it when you're sitting at travel baseball team games. Time and time again, but you really are.
2: You're too kind.
0: This has been a great conversation. And I want to say to our listeners if you're living life in the middle, share your story at editors at firstly.com. Please take a moment to rate and review our podcast, it really helps us grow. And of course, if you could use a little extra financial wellness help, visit firstly.com, created specifically with the sandwich generation in mind, and let me know what you think. And until next week, I'll see you in the club, Club Sandwich.